Thank you. We're back after the off week for Husker football. Nebraska getting ready to entertain the Northwestern Wildcats Saturday at 2.30 at Memorial Stadium. In fact, we did find out yesterday that the Purdue game next week will also be 2.30 here at Memorial Stadium. We're talking about the offensive line for the hour. Coach Donovan Rayola with us until the top of the hour. So we'll get your questions fired in on our text sign at 402-413-2400. How you doing? Good off week? Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. How did you... How much practicing did the team do during the bye week, and and then did you get to do a little recruiting yourself? Yeah, we practiced uh, three days. You know, just went back to basics, focused on improvement, um, and then got out of town Thursday and Friday for some recruiting, and now we're back. Never stops, does it? That recruiting, nonstop, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> uh, I thought. I thought. Let's go back to the Illinois game. I really thought your group played really well. Those were two really good defensive linemen. Illinois rolls out there, and I think they ended up with one sack. You ran for over 150. Uh, maybe the tape says differently, but I thought that was one of the better games for the line. Yeah, you know, they've, they've shown improvement uh, week to week, and uh, that's all you're after, right? They are, you know, just one day at a time, the process, and then, you know, on film, on Sundays, you want to see that improvement. So um, as they, you know, Keep playing together, you know, um, play next to each other. You know, Nuri's back, uh, Ben's a new center. But each week, that's what you, you're after. And, uh, you know, they, they, they played hard. And, you know, there's some things that we had to clean up. But uh, I thought they did a good job. You know, Coach Sack got asked about that group today. And he says, I love their work ethic. And I think you felt that way really probably since day one when you stepped on campus. You liked the way that group worked. Yeah, definitely. Um, they're, you know, they're. You know, I can't ask for a better group of men to, to be around every day. That that shows up willing to put in the work and, you know, and just really focus on, on improvement and, you know, their their standards, right, their individual standards, the unit standards, and uh, that's all, all they're after. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's a blessing for me. How big, Coach, uh, of an addition was Ben Scott to your room? Uh, Ben's Ben's a great young man. Um, you know, he's, he has a great personality. He's good for the room. A lot of experience. You know, playing experience. Um, and you know, he's he's still relatively new to the center position. So he's you know, each week you can see improvement. You know, you can see him uh, uh, communicating better and more. And you know, and just he's he's just fun to be around. I was gonna say at Arizona State. I know he played he played a little center, right? But he played some, a lot of guard out there for them, or was it? He was a uh, starting right tackle for two years, and then um, last year they moved him to center. So this is his second year at center. And how beneficial was it, had to be huge, to get him here in January and have him here for spring ball? That had to just be huge. Yeah, that's great. You know, just being around the guys, and he fit right in with everybody, which is, you know, huge, you know. And that sometimes can be a worry when you get, you know, guys in that, in that you know, out of the portal or, you know, and, you know, so he fit right in. Um, he took to the standard and, um, you know, and ran with it. So it's awesome. Coach Rural is so big about playing a lot of guys. And so that's allowed you to, to get Teddy some reps, get Henry some reps, get Justin some reps. I'm excited about Justin. That's got to be huge for the development of those three guys and just helps your room. I would guess would help the room's attitude that they know they're going to play every week. Yeah, that's that's big, you know. If 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 you have guys that, um, you know, I, I I don't know how to, say, you know, it's just like if they all can play and they all they're all like grading out the same and 
they're all, you know, playing at the same level. They're all going to play, and that's that's what I believe in. You know, you know, some guys believe in only five guys play, but if there's more than five guys that show you that they can play, they're more than deserving, and they're going to be on the field. And that's what I believe. So I want to ask you more about Justin. When, when did he kind of start? When did the light bulb kind of go on for him? Was there a moment maybe in spring ball you go, I think he's going to help us this fall? Um, you know, just the, the person, right? He's, you know, uh, from Irvington, New Jersey. Uh, you know, he's a tough-minded, you know, physical uh, guy, you know. And, um, you, know, the, you know, every day he just improves, 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 improves. And, um, you know, I, lo- I love the, the, the type of toughness he brings to the room, and he's, he's just awesome to be around. Now, I know he can play some center. Is he a natural center at all, or is this a position he's kind of learning how to play? Yeah, he, was, he never played center until he got here. Okay. So he's learning it on the run. You know, every day he's, he's showing improvement, um, you know, getting more comfortable making calls and being the leader up, up front, you know, and, and doing all those things. So each day is, is, is just, you know, focusing on his improvement, and, and he's gotten better and better and better. And, you know, that takes time, you know. I was a guy, you know, that – didn't get to play center until college as well, you know. But uh, so it's it's definitely, you know, he's definitely going to be able to do it at, at a high level. That doesn't seem that unusual. I mean, Cam Jurgens didn't come here as a center, made yep. himself a really good one. Trent Hickson last year really hadn't played much center and did a pretty good job last year. Yep, and, and you know, that's a specialty uh, position, you know, in my eyes. You know, you got to have have those natural leader uh, leadership uh, uh, ability, you know, to go f- go in, at the line of scrimmage, make calls, you know, get guys right in the huddle. Um, you're kind of like that that quarterback of the offensive line. Speaking of the quarterback, for the last four games, has been Heinrich, who's run the ball quite a bit. Um, what, did it take your guys much time at all to kind of get into a rhythm with Heinrich? How, take me through how that process works from going from Jeff to Heinrich after Jeff's injury. Um, it, you know, the. They're all they're all coached the same, so you know they're all speaking the same language, you know. So, um, Coach Sat does a great job with those guys, preparing them, and 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 uh, you know Heinrich came in and it was just you know it was a pretty smooth tra- transition. So, He's done a nice job, Andy. Done a really good job taking care of the football, which has been really key. Yes, sir. Yep. All right, got a text for you, Coach. I've seen big improvements on the O line. I'm excited to see it evolve even more. What's the biggest thing you want to see improved upon? That's from Mike. Um, just the same things that we, we focus on each week. You know, we focus on our execution of the, of the offense, um, and then uh, improvement in, in the, the technical, you know, area, the fundamentals, and just keep. It's a non ever evolving, non nonstop, like every day kind of deal, right? And it's just little details here and there, and then, you know, just um, just keep the non negotiable for us is, is playing with effort. You know, and, and that's you know that's something that we preach every day, and that's the standard for our room. Ethan Piper uh, earned himself a single-digit number. Obviously, he can't wear that because of rules in college football. But you had to be proud of him for that. And then talk about he's got this big club on his hand. Coach mentioned yesterday he's been playing with a broken hand. Yeah, you know, Piper, he's a special young man. You know, off the field, he's, 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 the st- he's everyone looks to him. You know, he's a leader, natural leader. Um, and he's very conscientious about how he goes about his business, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm blessed to have him in my room and, 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 and have guys be able to look up to him. He takes the young guys under under his wing and sits in there and talks him through things and watches film with them and you know he's just a special young man. It's got to hamper him a little bit, right? You can't hold anybody if you got hand all right. Oh yeah, up. we don't we don't hold. We block with our knuckles up. 
I knew that was coming. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Teddy. That that poor guy's just kind of battled injuries. Well, almost the entire time you've been here, he's battled injuries. But it looks like he's healthy. You're getting in some situational things when you go with a big, big uh, set out there. Update us on Teddy and, and how close is he maybe to getting close to 100%. Um, Teddy's, you know, he's, he looks pretty good out there. He's moving around well. Um, you know, he's working really hard at it. Um, um, and, you know, just getting better and better at the technique. You know, he uh, he gets in there at tight end at times. And, you know, he got in the game at Michigan against Michigan. Um, you know, and so it's just focused on his improvement, you know, and, and you know, really attacking the, the things that, you know, is, is sort of a weakness, you know, and keeping his strengths his strengths. But, uh, you know, I love, love being around Teddy every day, and he's, he's, he's fun to coach. We talked about on the show a couple times the, the improvement we've all seen from Bryce Benhard, who's been a right tackle here for several years now. What are, you, what are you seeing from Bryce, and where has he taken that next step in his game? You know, I think a lot of it for Bryce is mental, right? He believe, he's, he's believing in what he's doing. Um, he's comfortable with what he's doing. He's understanding, you know, what, what we're trying to get done. And, you know, you can really see him attack his process daily, and he just gets better and better and better. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's just the belief factor, you know. Jeff in Omaha, and I don't know about this, Coach. Uh, you, you, you may know. Jeff says, I understand. I heard Coach say that a former defensive tackle has been moved over to the offensive line. Is that the case? If so, can you tell us about that? Oh, no, nothing that I know of. I don't of. think that's happened. <laughs> he has, Coach has moved some guys around, some yes. DBs to wide receiver. Yes. I don't know, Coach, I don't know that I hear many people that are willing to do that in season. But that's something different about Coach Rural, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. You know, we, we you know we have guys for a day or two, but the, you know they go back and, and you know it's just to see 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 what it looks like, you know. So I think that's awesome. You know, you just you never know, right? You, yep. you put someone in a different spot and they that they, they thrive, you know. So all right, I, I want to ask you about the the kids, the pups, the Catulas, the sledges. You had a nice offensive line class that we signed last December. Update us on those guys. How are they doing? They're getting better and better, you know, and, and um, they're following the lead of the older guys, and that's kind of, you know, how you want the room to kind of run itself where the older guys take those young guys under their wing and show them the standard and show them the process they go through. And, you know, so they're, they're right on, you know, all those older guys' hips, and, and, you know, those older guys do a great job of helping them out, you know. Um, and really the whole group of young guys, you know, they work their tails off, you know, on, on, on and, and individual and meetings, you know, and all those things. So they go out to practice and, and do their do do everything they can to help our defense prepare for games. Do they do you let those guys that aren't playing on Saturdays, do they get a chance to scrimmage? Do you get a chance to see them really compete other than just drills? Absolutely. You know, every day is a competition for us, you know, and so they go out there and compete at the beginning of practice and then throughout practice, you know, they compete against our defense, which really helps them improve and, you know, and gets them gets them up to speed with understanding the speed of the game and those things. So every day is a competition. It's really hard to come in as a true freshman and play that position. It just is. It's really yes. rare to have that. So how do you... How do you handle the mentality of guys? Just be patient. Wait your turn. It's coming. You got to do this, this, and this. It'll happen in a, a while, but they kind of know it's not happening for a year or two. Uh, definitely. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is the mental side of it. You know, just, you know, there's a lot of things thrown at them, right? Um, plays and this and that, right? But we really focus on our fundamentals and improving those fundamentals and the process of the improvement of fundamentals and um, 
I always tell them the plays will happen. You know, that you'll learn them as as you grow. But I think that's the biggest piece for young guys is just understanding the, the, the mental approach of the game, you know, especially at that position. All right, Crypto King in our chat, he's putting you on the spot here. Ask Coach who is the most inspirational player that he coaches. In my room? That's a tough question there. <laughs> no. Um, you probably have a handful of them. There. Yeah, you know, I could name any of those guys, you know, but um, – you know, it's just, that's hard to pick one guy, you know. Um, all of them inspire me daily just how, how they go about their business and work. And, you know, we hold them to the highest standards and highest expectations. And, you know, and they all attack it, you know, day by day. So We talked about Teddy, the injury problems. That's tough to go through as a young college student. What Nuri went through last year was hard, too. I mean, he got suspended by the NCAA. He had to sit out. He was really looking forward to playing. That's another thing to go through. It wasn't an injury that kept him off the field. It was an NCAA thing that they took it away from him. That had to be a hard 12 months for Nuri. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it was nice to have him around. You know, he was around with us, uh, you know, every day uh, in our meetings. And, and, you know, I think that helped him along and it helped him develop as well as a player, you know. Um, and he's just getting better and better each day. And, and that's, you know, that's all you look, you're after, right? And so I'm excited about Nuri. You know, he does a great job and he's, he's great. He's a great personality and he's great for the room. If I, if I had to pick one guy I thought you might say on the inspiration, it might have been Nuri just because that's a tough thing. I mean, you get... Get your playing time ripped away for that, and I know he was really upset by that. Really good young man. Dude. Yes, sir. Just fun to talk to. Coach Rayola is with us until the top of the hour. See some more texts popping in. We'll get to those, 402-413-2400. That is our Woodhouse Auto family hotline. Woodhouse, your trusted auto partner. 20 brands, 20 convenient sales and service locations. We're making car buying on your terms. Visit us online at woodhouse.com. A lot more with Coach Rayola coming up. We're back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Donovan Rayola with us, our football hour for the week. We took a week off last week with a bye. We're back in business this week. The Northwestern Wildcats will be here on Saturday. We'll talk more about the Cats here in a little bit. If you want to jump on board on the program with a text, 402 413 2400 Mike and Grand Island for you coach he said we seem to have a lot of success running the ball on the edge can we expect more options and quick pitches yeah you know it's um you know we study the defenses and you know we we attack them um in a certain way where you know if if it looks good you know we'll we'll keep running them but you know so it's it's a week to week thing you know running on the edges you need some good blocking on the perimeter. You need those wide outs and those tight ends chipping people. Everybody, it's not just the offensive line. It's Everybody's got to get blocking down there, right? Yeah, it's a beautiful thing about offensive play, right? It takes all 11 men, right? And um, those receivers, are, are they fight their, their tails off, you know, to make blocks. And the tight ends are doing a great job, and they're just growing those roles, you know, and, and understanding, like, learning how to block. And, and it's awesome. It's fun to watch. You know, those guys play hard. And, and you know, as a, sometimes, you know, you, you just want the ball as a receiver, but those guys take pride in blocking, and it's, it's, it's awesome. Well, you're right. And the way this team is playing, that's going to have to be the way it is. We put you on the spot with a question from the first seven. We got another one from Andy in Phoenix. He says, Coach, if you could name three starters in the next two years, who would it be? And are there two other younger offensive linemen that you see as stepping up? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I, 
I wish I could tell the future, but you know, for me, <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, you know, I live minute by minute, day by day, and just focus on. on but you're on, excited about some of the younger guys you have in that room. Absolutely, absolutely, you know, and you, you know, it's just the development of, of those young guys, and, and we'll see how everything goes. And you know, I, I couldn't sit here and say, oh, this guy's gonna start, that guy's gonna start. It's just, I'm just excited to work with a, a great group of young men. This program has not been in postseason for seven years, which takes away, I think, some valuable practice time for those bull preps, right? That's where a lot of development can happen. Coach is going to get mad if I say this, but if, if we can get into postseason, it gives you more practice time for these guys, particularly in your room, to work, get reps, right? Absolutely, and that's, you know, that's invaluable, you know, as much as you can get get practices, and, you know, that's that's everything to us, you know, practice, so, um, you know, that would be, be huge. All right, uh, Northwestern's the, the opponent this week. It seems like forever since we played him, and we played him in Ireland last year. Didn't like the outcome of the game, but it's a tough, gritty team. They've had a lot of, a lot of turmoil in that program. What have you seen on tape from their defense and that front that you're going to be facing on Saturday? You know, that's a, uh, you know, like you said, tough, gritty team. That's who they are, right? They're, they're a bunch, a group of tough young men. Um, you know, they're, they're really well coached. Um, you know, their, their scheme sound, they're fundamentally sound. So it's going to be a big challenge for us, you know, as a, as a, as a team and as a, as an offense and as a offensive line unit. Will you see a lot of four man front out of them? Yeah, yeah, they're they're um, primarily a four down front, you know, and who who knows, you know, they could show up against us and and, and throw something else at us and right by weeks, <laughs> you know, right? yeah, you get a lot of time to think and figure things out. So, um, but yeah, they're primarily four down. Take us through the challenges of dealing with the uneven front compared to the odd front. What are some of the differences and how you have to block it? Uh, it's just you know. Uh, the calls are a little different, right? Um, your, your rules are a little different based on front, four down, three down, you know, who blocks who in, in certain situations, you know, four down, the center's uncovered most of the time, you know, unless he has a shade, and three down, the center's covered, and, you know, the, just the, the calls are a little different, so. Preference as a player, what did you like going up against? Oh, I liked four down more. <laughs> you didn't want somebody on your nose because yeah. you were a center. Yes, yeah. So the, with the three, there's somebody right there with you. Yeah, but, you know, we, we attacked it no matter what, no matter what the front was. So. Folks, buckle up, put the phone down. That's a reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Let's go back to Ben Scott for a minute. Take me back through that process. When, when guys enter the portal, I know we have certain folks in the office that go through and pour through those tapes. Eventually, it's got to get to you for you to go grade him. Tell me how he got on your radar. What did you see? And then take us through that whole thing with him. Uh, you know, well, Ben's from Hawaii, right? So he's uh, he went to the same high school. So you as, were familiar with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've known about Ben. And, you know, the thing about Hawaii is, you know, the uh, it's a smaller, you know, the football community, community is tight, right? So ever since I left Hawaii as a, as a a high school football player. I always followed Hawaii sports, Hawaii athletes, and, and keep a close eye on those guys. And so, you know, I, I've you know known about Ben since high school, and um, you know he he uh, actually ended up working out with my brother uh, for a couple weeks a couple years ago, and um, you know Ben's you know just we we connected. Uh, when we figured out he was entering the portal and, uh, you know, when I attacked it, studied his film and, you know, saw that he's he's a good player and, you know, understood the experience that he brought to the table. And, you know, another thing about Ben is, you know, his mom's from Columbus. So, um, you know, he's the, the, this Perfect. is a special place for him. Yeah. So, and, and for his family. Yeah. 
You know, uh, and the unsung hero, I mean, 10 years ago, Coach, we didn't, the portal wasn't there. It certainly changed the game. It's added people who have to kind of go monitor all that stuff. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really, the off-seasons are bizarre. They're wild now, aren't they, compared to four or five years ago when he didn't have that portal? No, definitely, definitely. And, you know, it's, um, you know, these young men have to make, you know, um, educated um, decisions, you know, about entering the portal. I mean, you look at some of those numbers, there's so many, so many young players and athletes in the portal that are looking for opportunities, you know. So, um, you know, on top of evaluating high school players, you evaluate, um, you know, that, that stuff too, so. Somebody in the chat room wants to know if you think you could still play. One snap. <laughs> one and done. You mean one, one and done? I got one. That's all I got for you. One and, one and done, yeah. There's this commercial up for some potato chip or something where it's Emmett Smith and those Dan Marino, those guys are like, oh, let's go come back. And they, you know, Dan Marino can't read the play on the strip. So that'd be you, right? One play, yeah, I'm out one of the game. One play, I'm out. <laughs> uh, Dale on our text line said, Coach, we appreciate the work you do and the results your men are achieving. I think Ben took some heat over his roughing penalty against Illinois. I appreciate his motor and would like to hear your point of view regarding that penalty that he got in the Illinois game. Yeah, you know, we just got to be smart. You know, um, we preach discipline. Um, you know, we preach toughness as well. But, you know, there's a certain way to do it, and, and that's between the whistles. You know, we want to play on the edge, but we can't go over the edge. We cannot hurt the team with selfish penalties like that. So, you know, that's something we've, we've been talking about and we're, we're, we're going to eliminate. It's probably a quick conversation, right? He probably knew it that he pushed it too far. Yes, absolutely. And he's, he, he cares about his teammates and he understands he can't, he can't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I go back to that, that those, those two of those guys from that Illinois front are going to be playing on Sundays. And I just thought your guys just battled their heck off in that game. How about the defense in that game? That goal line staying with something. Wasn't that beautiful? Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. And, you know, uh, having to practice against this defense, you know, it's, 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 uh, and I'm happy that we don't have to play against them, you know, because they're a tough, rugged group that play with RDV and they attack people in, in diff many different ways. And, you know, you got to be on your P's and Q's as an offensive line, as an offense to understand what's, what's, what they're throwing at you. How much did that pump up your guys watching them go put that gate up and stop the Illinois on that first drive? Oh, that's, you know, that's just, Great team football, right? Defense makes a stop. Offense puts a drive together. Special teams played their tails off. Had a couple turnovers. You know, that's just that's how you win football games, you know? Such an uplifting moment in, in that game. All right, time for this week's Alumni Hall Alumni of the Week. And, we, Coach, we have an offensive line coach. we got to talk offensive line. Our Alumni of the Week is Dave Remington. The Omaha South product is the only two-time winner of the Outland Trophy, which is given out every year to the top linemen in college football. Remington was also a two-time All-American in 1981 and 82, went on to be a first-round draft pick of the Cincinnati Bengals and played five years in the National Football League. Dave Remington. Our Alumni Hall Alumni of the Week. Alumni Hall is your ultimate Husker shopping experience with the largest and best selection of apparel, vault gear, and tailgate accessories. Shop there to Lincoln locations or alumnihall.com, Alumni Hall, where Huskers shop. Ever met Dave Remington? I did get to meet him uh, a few years ago at the uh, he's got trophy his own, ceremony. He's got his own ceremony, uh, the Outland Trophy, and then he has his own Remington for the best center here in Lincoln they do every year. Yes, sir. Great um, man. Yeah, he's awesome. And, um, you know, my brother won that award. It was the first Remington Trophy that um, 
you know, the, the year he won it. So, you know, that's special, you know, to us, you know, that, that, that deal. So it was great meeting him. Yeah, nice. All right, 402-413-2400, the number if you want to fire off a text. We've got more with the coach coming up next. Get more for what you grow with CBA for a limited time. Be entered to win a $10,000 bonus when you contract a minimum of 50,000 bushels of value-added grain at cbacoop.com, Central Valley Ag, the official co-op of Husker Nation. It's our football show for the week. Donovan Rayol, Husker offensive line coach with us for a few more minutes tonight. If you want to fire off a text to us, 402-413-2400. You're a popular guy. Getting a bunch of texts for you tonight, Coach. Shelby out in Sydney. Uh, I guess this is Dustin from Sydney. He wants to know, do you have a favorite run concept slash play? Yeah, you know, uh, we call it dual. You know, dual is uh, it's like power with no pullers, gap scheme. You know, it uh, allows you to get double teams at the line of scrimmage. And, um, you know, I think it, it, it's, it's able to cover a lot of issues that could pop up. So, How much did you, you were with the previous staff, you were the holdover to this staff, how big of an adjustment was that for you personally? And, and stylistically, how much have you had to kind of adapt? Um, yeah, you know, any time there's new new people and, and, you know, different staffs, it's just obviously a, um, just different, uh, you know, just a different approach by different people, right? So um, it's been great, though. You know, I'm, I'm lucky to be around uh, this type of coaching staff. You know, it definitely f- feels like a family, you know. Um, you know, guys care about each other. Guys work work hard for each other. And uh, it's just really fun to go to work with, with guys with all this, you know, the same, you know, mindset and mentality. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. Was it all new terminology for you? Yeah, you know, it was. Yeah, yeah, you know, you just, uh, you know, football is crazy, right? Like you run all the same plays, but everyone calls them something different, right? So, and you know, I learned that, you know, being a, a undrafted guy that bounced around the NFL for years, you run all the same plays, but you, everyone has different terms for it. But you know, you just study, 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 and you learn it, and and then it becomes your language too, you know. So, Chad from Rising City, how does the offensive line and defensive line? Get along and practice with that intensity on both sides. It's awesome, you know. They um, definitely iron sharpens iron. Um, we uh, go after each other, and you know, in a good way, right? And it's all with the the focus on improvement, right? And and um, understanding that the standards that that we expect, and you know, they actually make each other. You know, it's crazy. They make each other a lot better. You know, um, you know, all across the line. You know, um, our D linemen are very good players. They're tough. You know, they're physical, so they make us better. You know, and and it's a challenge every day for us. To go against you know those types of players, but it gets us ready, you know, to 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 face the teams that we face. So, Andy wants to know if you could give us a Barry Alvarez story. Oh, was Barry, he was your head coach, right? Yeah, Coach Alvarez. My, you know, there's so many of them. You know, <laughs> I just you know have so much respect for Coach Alvarez. You know, um, being a guy from Hawaii that went to Wisconsin, uh, he took me under, and you know he's such a players' coach. He took care of you know all of us, and you know I was lucky to to, to um, you know for him to be my head coach for five years. Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's I mean, the best. He he's really the best. is. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we talked a little bit about Northwestern four-man front for them, the Wildcats. What a tough situation for that uh, interim head coach. He gets hired to be the D.C. and then has to take over this whole thing. I think a lot of people are surprised they've got three wins 
But they a couple of weeks ago they were tied with Penn State at halftime, coach. I mean, they must be fighting hard. Absolutely, um, you know, and and you can see um, those players, you know, are, are fighting their tails off, you know, and you know they got nothing to lose, really, right? They, you know, and that's how they play, you know, and they they play hard for each other. You can tell they love playing with each other. You know, they play together, um, um, and they're well coached. You know, their their scheme sound, fundamentally sound is, you know, like I said earlier, it's gonna be a tough challenge for us. You know every single snap so um you know it's a good it's something to look forward to we are at the midway point of the season six games in six to go at the midway point huskers are second in the league in rushing offense you have to take some pride in that and i don't know if that's one of your goals on the board for the guys but to be second in this league out of 14 teams pretty impressive yeah you know um i didn't realize that but um you know um like I said earlier, it takes all 11. You know, it takes the, the, uh, the receivers blocking their tails off, doing their jobs. It takes the tight ends knowing who to block and, and, and finishing blocks. And, you know, the running backs run hard. And, 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 you know, Heinrich and Jeff do a great job, you know, running the ball. Um, so it takes all 11. And, um, you, know, I'm, you know, it's just every day we're just focusing on the process of improvement and, and cleaning things up and making sure once we get to Saturday and game days, right, that everything's working. Where, we, where it needs to be. We've talked a lot about run blocking and that tonight. How about how about pass protection? How, what have you seen in that area and growth from your guys there? You know, I think it's just starts with the communication up front, you know, and, and once everyone gets set and, and, and is put in the right spots, now it's, you know, uh, winning your one-on-one. And, uh, you know, there's so much that goes into it, right? Um, uh, you know, situation, you know, what situation is it? You know, first and ten, is it third down, you know, and, um, and just – at the end of the day, put yourself between the guy you're blocking and your quarterback, and and do your job and fight. You know, fight to protect protect your quarterback. So, folks, contact eight one one two days before you dig to protect your underground utilities and yourself. It's free. It's easy, and it's the law. You you've been rotating some guys at guard, and do you have a set number of plays you want out of guys, or is it just a feel? Is it Take me through how you when you make the decision to make a change along the line as the game moves on. Um, it's set. You know, you go into the game like the guys know when they're going in. You know, um, so you know early on the year in the year we're going um, every series. You know, what, you know just rotating every series. So it's set. You know, so they know what's going on. It's not like hey now you're going in. You know, no, it's you know they know. So, and which probably also helps the guys. The guy that's getting removed knows I'm coming out this next series. So the next time we get the ball, I'm coming. He's going in. So that probably helps smooth that out a little bit, isn't it? I'm Absolutely. Nobody wants to come out of a game. No doubt. You know, everyone wants to play, right? But um, you know, and we we have honest conversations with each other. You know, um, before the season started, and you know, I sat him down and tell him tell him the truth. You know, and um, you know, the best guys will play, and if there's more than five that's that's cap- capable of doing their jobs and playing winning football, they're going to play. So. How's Turner been? Turner, I mean, he, that left tackle, that's the blind side for the quarterback. That's an important spot. This is a guy that's played an awful lot of college football for the Huskers. How about Turner? Update us on him. And I know he's, he's battling some injuries problems too, I'm sure. Yeah, everybody you know, is this time of year for sure. Yeah, and um, Turner's Turner's doing great. You know, he's improving. Um, he knows what it, what what to attack. You know, as far as what he needs to improve on, and you know, he's a great great asset for the room, for the unit, for the team. Um, and you know, he just goes to work just like the rest of them, and and just focuses on the process of daily improvement, 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 and focusing on the basics. 
Coach Rowe, at one point, it was about a month ago, people kept asking about Teddy. When's Teddy back? And, and Coach Rowe said, Turner's been the starting left tackle since I walked on campus back in December. I mean, he has played an awful lot of football. And, you know, you, that group you can see is just kind of getting better at, better every week. You can't replace the experience part of it, can you? Definitely not. And there's nothing like game experience, right? Being in the fire and, and you know, going through those, you know, ups and downs and, you know, um, throughout that happens throughout a game, you know. So um, there's nothing like it. All right, we've got one more segment with the coach, 402-413-2400. Still time to slip a text or two. I see a couple more coming in. We'll get to those questions on the other side of the break. Woodhouse Auto Family is your trusted auto partner. 20 brands, 20 convenient sales and service locations. We're making car buying on your terms. Visit us online at woodhouse.com. Back with our final segment with the coach next. We're back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Coach Rayola with us for just a couple more minutes as we wrap up our football show after taking last week off Huskers set to host Northwestern. We had a text about this, and I was going to ask you this too. I'd love to ask you coaches about the guys on the other side of the ball. Who, who – Who's catching your eye from the defensive front that maybe is on the move? And there's so many of those young freshmen that are already playing for this team. But who impresses you? You think may end up having a really good career from the defensive side of the ball? As far as young guys? Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, shoot, they got a, you know, got a like group. Four of them. Yeah, they got a, a good group of young, young, young uh, defensive linemen. You know, you got um, Cam Lenhart, right? You got um, Prince, right? Um, and, um, you, you know, um, Riley Van Poppel, I mean, he's impressive, you know, I mean, all those young guys, I mean, you got Sue Lefoto, you got, you know, uh, Machay Chalk, Jason Machay Chalk. Who I thought uh, was going to be with you, by the way, but that's another story. No, yeah, and, you know, and, and um, you know, and, and Coach Knighton does an ha- unbelievable job with those guys and getting them prepared to play, you know, mentally and physically, and, um, you know, it's just, we're lucky because that they help us improve, you know, and, and so it's going to be um, fun to watch their growth as the years go, you know, as the years go by. I heard some of your guys, Ethan and, and Nuri, a couple years ago, because I would ask them, I'd go, okay, who's, who on scout team is impressing you? And they would all say Nash. They go, we hate Block. And Nash, he's so strong that he was just, it was hard to move him and he was moving us. And so I love hearing kind of what the future might be from the other point of view. That's kind of an interesting thing. Nash playing good football right now for the Huskers. Oh, yeah. Nash is a, Nash is a, uh, he's a, he's a monster. You know, he's, he's strong. He's tough. You know, he, he understands the game. He understands leverage. He understands, you know, how to play balance. He plays on his feet, you know, and he's just getting better and better every day, you know, and he's, he's you know, he helps us get better, so. How about the new building? How's, I mean, have, have you been using that some on the recruiting trail? Talked about that thing. I know, I hear the locker room is fabulous. I haven't even been over there yet. You guys are still officed over here, but at some point you're going to transition over there. How much help is that going to be for the future of Husker football? Oh, it's 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 unbelievable, you know. And the thing about Nebraska, I remember when the, the, the weight room that we use currently opened, you know, we've always been ahead of the curve as far as facilities. And, you know, that place is, you know, I mean, you walk in there and you're like, wow. It's like the Taj Mahal facilities, you know. So that's going to be huge in everything we do, not only, you know, recruiting, but also the guys that are here, you know, they, they, they love it. They do they use it daily, you know, recovery, all those things. So it's going to be awesome once, you know, it's finally all finished. But what we have now, it's unbelievable. You know, and that's what I've, a lot of coaches have said. They're like, 
our offices are pretty nice here now. I mean, but they're even going to be better when you get moved over there. Has it been disruptive at all with the locker room? And you got them over there. Is it, it has it caused any issues at all? Do you guys think that with the not not being open yet? No, you know, I think I think everyone's transitioned well to what is open currently, right? And you know, we just go through our process daily and you know the guys have done a great job of you know understanding like you know now you're here but you, you know all our meetings are still in the uh the meeting rooms in in the building and they do a great job of being being where they're supposed to be so jessica said she talked to ben scott a few weeks ago he wants to play a game in the snow I, i'd be okay if we don't you and you said you really didn't play in the snow much at wisconsin that baffles me that you didn't have a snow game no yeah there was nothing how'd you do that I'm not sure. You know, I think the coldest game was in the mid-20s, you know, um, late November game. But other than that, it wasn't too bad. So. And you offensive linemen, you know, that didn't bother you guys. Get no, in there and- no yeah, we, yeah, we don't mind the cold. Yeah. Good to see you. Thanks for coming in tonight. Uh, congratulations on the 3-3 three and three start. I know it's, you, you guys want more than that. A lot of opportunity ahead for this team starting Saturday with Northwestern. Good luck against the Wildcats. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Donovan Rayola with us here tonight on our football show. Dorothy Lynch, homestyle light and lean dressing, endless flavorabilities. Huskers and Wildcats, the battle of the NUs on Saturday, 2.30 kickoff. Our pregame coverage begins with Husker game day at 10.30.